0: and we are back now this one i can say is going to be interesting because what if the family is going around talking about i just love this person i think this is the one for you or they just have these great characteristics but what do they really know about this person that you don't you are more closer to this person than they are what do you have to say about that ladies well, I liked what Stacy said in break. She said, if they like them so much, let them marry they them. They can marry them. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, because you as the individual will see them in a different light than your parents or your grandparents or even your siblings will see them. Don't keep them stringing along for a long period of time when you find out that that's not a personality that you could live with. Make your choices as a life long commitment not just a quick fling and just be able to have somebody on your arm and get all the gifts everything's not always in the physical presence it's in the emotional commitment so if uh, you got a family like that then i really think that you need to not bring them around the third time or you got the person who never brings that person around and then you oh. know that there's some warning signs mm-hmm. Because if you can't introduce them to your family, then you know in your heart that there's warning signs Perfect about example. that individual. Exactly. So um, I do, you know, it's sad, but, you know, people do that. So what about, this is just off the top of my head, what about when you're going to, you're getting ready to, I guess, meet that person and you bring them around the family? You will always want that person to blend? Is it blend or is it, you know, They they come around. They get along with your family, because you don't ever. I I say you don't want you never want to marry somebody that does not get along with your family. That's terrible, right there. You're absolutely right. Uh, You're not marrying the individual. You're marrying the family. Right. And the family can put up a front for so long, and then that front's going to come down. So, when like Stacy made mention you can't bring that individual around your family, that's definitely a warning sign that says you're not even convinced that's the right person for you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in love with someone, you want the world to know it. right? And they don't put you on the back burner to go hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. This is what we need to understand, commitment and relationship a lot, I think a lot more in detail. When that family starts pushing you, and I see this in churches, you have big leaders in churches wanting their children to be married to other big leaders in churches. No one else has a fair chance at getting to know that person because you've already got an arranged marriage. right? Whether you want to face it or not, all of a sudden you hear somebody's engaged and you are going, well, that's a prominent family. That's a prominent family. So this must be like the kings and queens negotiating what the property is like a business it's like a business Business, because other cultures do the same thing two business people governments want their children to get married they don't know nothing about each other and the thing is okay I don't have a problem with matchmaking if the person doing the matchmaking is taking into consideration the personality of both parties and not the financial gain Mm -hmm. that's what's very important is that you understand What is your ulterior motive? Everyone has one, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the fact you want to be popular on the Internet, make thousands by the month or millions because you've seen all these influencers. But what is the true character of these influencers? We need to look at what causes our mental stability and our mental health. If you're around a family who does drink, I can guarantee you there's going to be repercussion from drinking not only the expense of it, but the conduct associated with it. Mm -hmm. You can't give an excuse like, oh, they were just drunk. That's when that should have been put down. I do not believe in drinking and doing drugs and taking altered medicines to cause you to be flippy because this is a relationship and it's hard to diverse or determine whether that action is their character or the drugs have gotten a hold of their mind so if you go into a family situation everybody wants you to get a drink or toast or whatever pay a close attention there's your first warning sign about the family so not only are you doing a checklist warning sign about the individual but you're also doing about their family if it's a person who does not have very much interaction with their family or none at all then you don't really have to worry about the family situation as a hundred percent I would say still take it into consideration at least 75 to 80 percent of your decision don't tell a man yes you'll marry him or a woman yes you'll marry her whatever the case might be and only be setting them up for complete heartache if you're on the internet and you're googling somebody else then that tells you right there there's a problem and I'm going to say this even in existing relationships We're talking a lot about the younger generation, but we're going to be hitting on the older interaction and what happens whenever that trust is destroyed. As a young person, you're just beginning to inquire about an individual. Put trust at the very top number one spot. If they tell you they'll be there and they're not, that's a lie. Tip And put punctuality as a number two spot. A person needs to be early if they have a date and not fashionably late. <clears throat> they need to take in consideration the other individual and possibly their scheduling. So when you are looking at characteristics that affect everyone, and you brought it up earlier in one of the podcasts, Stacy, about the children and how it's going to affect them. Right. Mm-hmm. Every child, if they have had both a mother and a father, and find out at the later years of their life that one betrayed the other. The impact on that family is unimaginable and you should not expect for them to just blow things over and act like nothing ever happened. That takes a completely different set of guidelines and we'll talk about that again on another podcast. So when you're looking at these relationships, you need to go in there that I'm ready to make a commitment. However, I'm going to throw something in here. There are three things that are major arguments in any relationship, money, sex, and children. Those are major deal breakers. And as we progress, we'll be getting into that, I think, more in depth. If you cannot financially support yourself independently without your boyfriend or girlfriend's money, you are not looking at them for the right thing. Jobs are not eternity. They may be here today and be gone tomorrow with American economy. Nothing is really secure, but if you're not able to be ambitious and determined to support yourself independently from your spouse, then there's some issues that you need to set straight before you ever get to that commitment part. Looking at that. We can look at the cost of things and you're saying, oh, but I want to be with somebody that costs money. Look at their habits. If an individual is a smoker, that's taking money from the household. How much do they smoke per day? Are they a drug user? How much do they use? Why would you pick that type of people to be in your life? Say, but I'm desperate. You don't understand how desperate I am. There's not any choices out here. I would rather be single than living in a bunch of chaos. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely.